You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning and welcome back. Hour 2 of Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Caro. I'm your host this morning. I'm broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's a joy to be on this morning. It's been a while. Um, Just absolutely love hosting Real Presence Live, but you know... Being the programming director, I don't get as much time to, but I am excited to be on today, and I'm excited for our next guest. Ed is on with us. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Heather. How are you? I'm well. It's beautiful out here in North Dakota right now. You're in South Dakota. Yes, it's gorgeous here. I just absolutely love it. I have a huge front porch, and it has definitely been porch weather. It's wonderful. So tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, Ed. I'm the assistant director of university ministry out at the University of Mary here in North Dakota. I'm uh, I'm from the south side of Chicago originally. Most of my life uh, worked as a youth minister in youth ministry different places. I've been out here at U Mary for ten years. So I get to do some pretty neat things. That's a you know I get paid to do things like the March for Life. Uh, yeah. We're planning a big national Eucharistic Congress pilgrimage with the diocese for next summer. We're not planning the Congress. We're we're taking hopefully three hundred people there, and I'm I get to help with that. So. Um, I've got a pretty amazing job. We just last weekend had our new student retreat. We had 230 students, uh, both freshmen and transfer students, go with us on a retreat out to the Badlands. And so, oh wow, uh, yeah. So, and so that's part of my job, it's, and it's, uh, it's an amazing thing to watch the transformation of students while they're out here at the university. And you get paid for it. That's incredible. (laughs) You're a smart guy. (laughs) You figured that Uh, one out. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, you know, for anybody working at UMary, this isn't about UMary, but it's just topical. UMary, as long as you get your work done, you're encouraged to go to Mass daily as an employee of the university. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. I've worked... um, for Catholic organizations now for almost 20 years, and I don't know how I would ever go back. I don't think I'll ever go back. <laughs> right, right. I just don't know. I like joining, starting my morning with staff prayer. It's just, I don't know, it's normal now. Yep. So today... What's that? Morning prayer is daily at RPR. You guys start with prayer. Yep, we all Zoom in together and meet at 8.30 every morning for prayer. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yep, and so if you're listening... We do this every morning, and if you put in your prayer requests online, we pray for you literally every morning. So um, it's not just something we say, we actually do it. So <laughs> go ahead and submit any prayer requests that you have, and the staff prays. So it's it's just a blessing. It's wonderful. But we're actually here to talk about the March for Life. Um, Bismarck has been doing something a little bit different. Tell us what that is. Right. The, uh, this actually started for us in a different way. There's been a group mm-hmm. that's been meeting at the Capitol forever. Uh, there's the North Dakota Right to Life and Bismarck chapter have been faithfully uh, standing at the steps of the Capitol since the beginning in 73. Wow. Uh, when we couldn't go with our college students and when the high school students couldn't go because of COVID, mm-hmm. we tried to organize something for students and, and the community. And it's mm-hmm. been successful. That first year because of COVID, we had 1,500 people. Uh, the yeah, last few beautiful. years, we've had about, yeah, we've had about 700, 750. And uh, we made an announcement last year that it was going to move to October. So this is the first one that's in October. Uh, mm-hmm. And people are excited. Like, it's, uh, it should be better weather. 
January uh, in North Dakota. Hmm. Right. That, that's not really why it happened, though. There's other reasons for the change. Sure. Uh, but because of it, the date change is coming up fast. Like, it's coming up on it. We just started our semester at Umary, and now we're a week and a half away from this first mm-hmm. uh, October North Dakota March for Life. Yeah. Well, and I just loved the fact that you guys rallied together so quickly um, that January when they couldn't go because of COVID, and it was just amazing to see the crowds because you had video of it. And just to see those, the banners and the people, and it's January, <laughs> right. and you're all out on the courthouse steps still protesting. And um, I just thought it was absolutely beautiful. So how has things changed for us or for you um, now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned? Well, that's one of the reasons for the change, to be honest. Uh, we'll still send you Mary students to... Mm-hmm. Um, to January, in January to D.C. The National March for Life will still happen, uh, as it always has. Mm-hmm. But that organization, the National Edu- uh, Life Education Fund, has been trying to spend more energy focusing on state marches as well. With the Supreme Court decision and that great victory, uh, the the battles moved to state level. Yes. And so one of the things that the national organization was hoping for was to have each state uh, unique in its own time so that they can support it and so that it, it becomes a year-long thing rather than once a year going to D.C., which is still going to happen. Now at each state level, you've got people saying, hey, we're going to battle in our state. Uh, yeah. And in the last you know year and a half, that's where the battle has been is at the state level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, so and that is... We are partnering with them. This North Dakota March for Life is on the National March for Life website with our date on it. Uh, Ohio's was, uh, what, about six weeks ago, I think, maybe four weeks ago. And uh, so uh, that's one of the reasons for the change. Uh, what, what's happening in our diocese, Bishop Kagan has uh, is continued. There will be a Mass for Life said uh, on January 22nd every year. And then on the, the day of the Supreme Court decision as well, uh, I think there's Masses or in the petition. So those two dates will continue to be raised up in, for, in our diocese both the original Supreme decision in 73 and then the overturning of it uh, recently in June. Okay. So what are there, So in South Dakota we have a group that is trying to get people to sign um, so that we can vote on, and they're, I'm not explaining it well, John. <laughs> so Ed, so um, they're, they're trying to get us to join together and it sounds like it's a pro-life uh, bill that's being brought to, brought forward, and it's not at all. So around South Dakota, we have declined to sign is our petition that's oh. going around right now. Do not sign this bill. It is not a pro-life bill. Um, it is actually the opposite of trying to get the state to pass legislation uh, to allow abortions up till birth, which is just atrocious. Mm-hmm. Is there anything like that happening in North Dakota? Uh, in, in which way? Like, in, we're trying to get it. We, we, there are some groups that are very active. Um, yeah. I'm not aware uh, right now of anything. Okay. Like what you're saying, any, anything subversive, anything uh, that's out there. But I've been told by folks who work in the life issue that, uh, you know, we can't rest. There are folks within the legislature who are not on the pro life caucus mm-hmm. and who would uh, have bills that want to go against what we believe. 
And so right now, I'm not, I'm not as versed in that, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm right to college. That's where my time is. Chris Dodson was very versed in that. North Dakota Right to Life is very engaged <laughs> in that. Yeah. And so there, there are folks that are engaged with our legislature and in building relationships and trying to help move the right laws forward. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and I think that having this march is a reminder that, um, yeah, we we won a battle, but the war isn't over. It's and and over. if we're honest, we're losing the battle at, in state level in a number of states. Like we've had some uh, very disheartening losses. Uh, where it, even in states that we thought, well, this this state is going to strengthen its life laws, and they haven't, and so. What you're saying about South Dakota is part of it. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's a dishonesty sometimes. If you want to have a pro-choice law, then call it a pro-choice law and, and defend it that way. But uh, to try to trick people into voting for something that isn't what they actually want, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and I even uh, had to go down to the courthouse, and they had people standing outside the courthouse um, as you walked in. Uh, trying to get you to sign it and it was just like wow they're really aggressive they were very aggressive yeah. about it and they said that they're um, busing people in from other states even to go around and petition for this so it's it's not necessarily a south dakota um, starting point you know what i mean so it's just very interesting i, but, I actually think that's happening i think in that um the supreme court decision uh which we supported and celebrated other mm-hmm. people got angry, and, and they are organized, mm-hmm. and they realize that it's at the state level. And so money's been pouring in from outside in each of mm-hmm. these state fights uh, for the, the pro-choice crowd. Um, and we have to be diligent, and we have to continue to fight. Uh, you know, this is a long war. And the thing is that the legislation is only part of it, right? It's really at the heart of the people. We have to... We have to have this victory won heart by heart by heart by heart. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. So, so we're going to have to take a break just in a minute or two, but we're going to keep you yeah. through the break, Ed. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the March for Life that will be going on. Why don't you tell the, the folks who are listening a little bit about where it's at, when it's at, and how they can participate? Yeah, for anybody who's been there the last three years, it's the same thing, just a different date, right? Very similar anyway. So it mm-hmm. starts for us with... Mass at the Cathedral at 1045 with Bishop Kagan. Uh, and then we'll march to the Capitol for a 1230 p.m. rally, and the rally is 30 minutes. So we start at 1230. We're finished by 1. Uh, all four Catholic high schools in the state are sending people. Some of the middle schools, like uh, Light of Christ Middle School, will be there. Other schools, uh, University Mary will be there. And so those are the highlights. We're going to break that down more uh, after the break. But uh, 1045 Mass with Bishop Kagan on Friday, October 6th, followed by a march to the Capitol. And those that want to drive to the Capitol can drive and then just meet us for the rally at 1230. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a great opportunity for those that want to go to uh, D.C. in March, and but you really just can't. Um, this is a great opportunity, even if you can, to come out right. and, and still support. And what? tell us about the feeling that you get when you're – well, I sorry, I have to go to break, Ed. I wanted to keep having our conversation. <laughs> I'll pause, pause, everybody. <laughs> All right, I'm Heather Caro, and we're going to go to a quick break here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. Slovenia spirit of a Catholic way Bible study. In Matthew 19, we learn about a servant whose master had just forgiven his debts. Although the servant is grateful for his master's mercy, he is unable to show the same kind of mercy towards his own debtor, even though they owed him an amount that was much smaller. His master moved with compassion for his servant, who never in a thousand years could have repaid his huge debt, forgives all. What life-changing mercy, yet how much more mercy was shown the day Jesus came to the world to set us free from the bondage of sin and death. Through this parable of the forgiven servant, Jesus makes his point crystal clear. Forgive your enemies, family, and friends, because in the measure that we forgive and show mercy, so forgiveness and mercy will be shown us. Jesus has shown us unfathomable mercy. Who in your life needs a little mercy today? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning and welcome back. I am Heather Caro. I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live, broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota this morning. Thank you for joining me. I have been having a great conversation with Ed from Bismarck, North Dakota. Ed... Uh, We've been talking about the March for Life that goes on in Bismarck. So tell us again a little bit about um, when it is, and then let's dive into what people can expect from the day. Sure. Uh, So it's uh, a week from Friday, actually. um, It's October 6th, and uh, it starts at 1045 Mass of the Cathedral, and then a march. So we try to go down uh, the main streets that we can to get as much attention uh, Mm. just to be visible, and then... uh, We'll have hot chocolate. Uh, John Berger is a, 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 just a guy with a servant's heart, if anybody knows him. He's got the, the fruit truck, Holy Child food truck from Light of Christ Schools coming. The hot nice. chocolate for everybody. And uh, usually get some donuts lined up. And then we'll, uh, when it starts, Bishop Kagan does opening prayer for us. And then a uh, local pastor, uh, Keith Ritchie from Cornerstone Church, does a closing prayer. Father Paul Gardner will be our MC. Uh, our guest speaker is Dr. Luis Murphy. Uh, and then we'll have a couple other things in there. And, uh, you know, when it started in COVID, if, if we think back, it's like that's, it's, it seems so far away in some ways. Yeah. Everybody was masking. And uh, there were a lot of civil protests going on where people weren't following all the protocols. So that year we had a mask made that said ND March for Life, I think is what it said, or ND for Life. Uh, and everybody wore masks. We social distanced. And so we did 
65 seconds of silence, one second of yeah. silence, it was 62 then, for every life that had been lost to abortion. And you guys were great partners with that event. RPR broadcasted across the entire your listening area. Yep. And so we encourage people at home to, to hold that 62 seconds of silence as well. Sadly, now it's up to 65 seconds of silence. Yeah. And we'll keep that piece. There's something powerful about that, saying their voices will never be heard. Uh, and we're going to remember that by silence for a minute. Yeah, um, so that's, that's, 60, kind of the overview of it. that's 65 yeah. million, right? Correct. Each second yeah. of silence that we'll have at the mall represents a million lives that, that will never... That is atrocious. Born. Yeah, oh. it is. It is. Yeah, well, and we will be there again this year uh, broadcasting. Uh, so, folks, if you want to tune in, we will be broadcasting. But I encourage you, if you're in the area, it's worth a drive to go there and be a part of this community. Uh, there's something very profound and very, um, I don't know, heart-moving about joining others physically in this march um, to be together as a group. Now, is this just for Catholics then, Ed? That's a great question, Heather, and it's not, uh, but we've had a hard time with traction on that. So hmm. at the national level, there's a huge Catholic uh, presence at the National March for Life, and mm-hmm. at the state one, too. We've been trying to reach out. This year, I'm excited. Uh, there's a, uh, a man, Jay uh, Renke. He's actually the English teacher in, in Wing, North Dakota. He's also active in Lutherans for Life, and okay. he's come fully on board. Uh, he's he's been uh, working hard with us. He's part of our committee now. Uh, the committee is North Dakota Right to Life, uh, the Diocese of Bismarck, University of Mary, Diocese of Fargo, uh, in some way. Uh, and now Lutherans for Life have joined that uh, us in that. So okay. they're going to have a matin matin service at 11 a.m. at Zion Lutheran Church. So we'll have mass at 10:45 at the cathedral. They'll have a matin service at Zion uh, Lutheran for anybody, any non-Catholic who wants to come to that. And then they'll march a different path. So the cool thing is, we're all going to meet at the Capitol together. And awesome. so, the, you know, whoever went to Mass comes one direction, then we'll do the Mass service at Zion mm-hmm. uh, Lutheran will come from another. Uh, and we'll unite at the Capitol on this great cause. I so love it. About that yeah, that is so exciting. Yep. Just so, well, and people can just meet you at the Capitol. Um, if they, they don't have a denomination, they can just meet you and join for the rally. Um, who's the... You said the speaker, but what are they going to be talking about? Who are they? Can you tell us a little bit about who they are and what they're going to be talking on? Yeah, this, uh, Dr. Louise Murphy, and I, I only know the the topic, so I don't okay. know the details, but she's going to talk just from a doctor's perspective on the life in the womb. Wow. Uh, Dr., Powerful. Yeah, she, Dr. Louise Murphy is, uh, was a doctor at Mid-Dakota Clinic. Uh, she was the associate uh, program director and assistant dean for UND's uh, School of Medicine. Uh, she's married and has three children. Uh, she was nominated for America's list of best doctors. And most importantly for us, I think, she's the head of the Bismarck Catholic Physicians Guild, which is the Bismarck chapter of the Catholic Medical Association. And so she's the president of that right now. So she's versed in you know Catholic uh, understanding of medical ethics issues and all of those things. But we're really talking about you know what actually is taking place in the womb. Why? Why do we care? Why does it matter to us? Why do mm-hmm. we claim this in the life? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's um, there's two ways that you can go about this. You can be angry and have uh, mean signs and placards and look for fights, or you can just try to win hearts with love and truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of the things that we just know is true. That's why we do this. That baby is a baby. Right? Yeah. That baby yeah. is alive. 
And yeah. I think she's going to bring the medical, medical perspective to that a little bit. Well, that's wonderful because I, <clears throat> the developments in science and stuff, I just keep thinking to myself, how long can they ignore it and, and you know, turn their eye to it when science is just blaring them in the face? <laughs> you know, right. you can only ignore it for so long. <laughs> yeah, when you see these new, like these incredibly powerful <sighs> ultrasounds that you can see the baby sucking their thumb and eyes opening and oh. closing and all, yeah, all of those things. Yep. Yeah, absolutely yeah. incredible. Well, Ed, tell us again the location and how people... Do you have a website where people can go and learn more information? I don't know if you guys do or not. There's a link in the diocese. Okay. Perfect. And actually a way to register, too, particularly just groups. Uh, We want to make sure that we accommodate people well at Mass. And so if somebody plans on joining us for Mass and they can jump on there and register, that'd be great. It doesn't really matter if they're just going to go to the Capitol, right, because we can take as many people as show up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we want to make sure that we plan accordingly for Mass, and so that would be helpful. Uh, and so, again, that's at the Diocese of Bismarck website, Bismarck Diocese website. Okay. And the date and time again? It's October 6th, a week and a half away, 1045 for Mass, 1230 p.m. for the March. Okay. And then okay. we'll be we'll be busing as well. So you, Mary, gives people the option to go straight there, or we bus them, anybody wants to, to the cathedral. Oh, Okay. Well, that's good to know, too. Yep. So how many are you expecting this year? I don't know. I, I, I don't want to give a number, right? Because oh, come on, Ed. <laughs> I can tell you we had 750 last year. So in one way, you would think that the warm weather, right, yeah. and not being against the March for Life, the number should be higher. Because the Catholic high schools and you marry won't be in D.C. Uh, but right. it's also new, and it's not on people's radar. And so, you know, we're going to have to build momentum that way. You know, if yeah. we had the 700 we had last year, I would think that that's a success. Well, I heard we've got this on recording now, Ed. Right. <laughs> so you made me do it. I'm trying I want to prove, it. Made me do it. <laughs> I want to prove him wrong, folks. I want twice as many people there. I'm, just, I'm, I'm highly convinced. I was one of those children, Ed, that... Um, uh, somebody once said that I was a the daughter of a flower child, and I'm like, I don't know if I would define her that way. <laughs> but I, w- I grew up with a mother that we stood on the street corner protesting, you know, and it was always pro-life. <laughs> you know, I just grew up that way. It's just something that I've always done. And so it, I, I realized that it might be uncomfortable for people who have never stepped out in public it's a very unusual feeling um to step out in public in front of people who might be yelling at you but you've never had that experience that i have heard at least on our end at the capitol but there's something so empowering about doing that and standing up for what you believe it's just uh, it's wonderful how does it help and move you ed well it it moves me to see the students for one thing um And I was thinking about it, like, is there an analogy? And I, I, I was thinking about it playfully, like, you don't always have to make sports analogies. What came to mind is this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I'm from the South Side of Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. That's difficult. Well, it's right. <laughs> exactly. It's difficult right now to even say that, right? Kansas City made us look like a high school team on Sunday. It was, it was embarrassing. So You've got to stay true, though. Like, Right, am I going to put my jersey on and walk around? Well, you can't be a warm weather right. fan. You know, am you just I got to go to a game, right? It takes effort <laughs> in that cement things. And what I watch for students is, uh, you know, they're, they're one of the signs that's really popular at the March for Life is we are the pro-life generation. 
Yeah. And the March for Life, students go on that. And it's a sacrifice. To go to the National March for Life for us, like we're, it's a it's a 30-hour bus ride. Mm-hmm. So the student spends 60 hours on a bus for a couple of days in D.C. to go do this mm-hmm. march. It's a sacrifice. But that calls something forth in you. So you're right. To go stand at the Capitol, uh, especially right now my friend, you know, a good friend of ours, Diane Huck, is uh, part of the 40 Days for Life campaign. She's always looking for people to stand at our Capitol. Right mm-hmm. there, they're around the clock for 40 days trying to, to hold signs. And, and that takes sacrifice. You said that your mom did that and brought you along and that, that changed something in you. So mm-hmm. participating in the march lets people know, first of all, we're not alone. There are, there are a lot of us that care about this. Amen. But also, yeah, it calls something out of you to go and do and mm-hmm. stand up. And so I think our students are changed. Their understanding of their own commitment changes. Mm-hmm. You know, Light Christ Academy will walk over there, the middle school. I love them for that. Mr. Beekler, I'm so proud of them, right? And uh, and they're, that right away, that those students are saying, hey, I'm, if this is countercultural, fine, but I, I'm willing to march to the Capitol and say, I stand for life. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. I wanted to be so radical that, you know, if the day comes and they're like, you know, prove that you're a Catholic, I'll be like, okay, ready. <laughs> you yeah. know, right. how are you, you right. know, and, and you think about the apostles, and we've been talking a lot about church history today um, in the show, and, you know, we were talking about uh, St. Jude who left and went to Germany, you know, and it's like he traveled all the way to Germany, we're just, you know, can you make it down to downtown? You know what I mean? That's the difference. Can you drive in your car, you know, for a, a half an hour, an hour long event to show your support? You know what I mean? It just, it really brings it into perspective for me. So, hey, Amanda Jensen is uh, working on us for the diocese. She's the Office of Life of the Diocese, the Office of Family Life. She just, she must be listening. She just texted me <laughs> the email, the, the web address. Oh, so good. BismarckDiocese.com. NDMFL. NDMFL. All right. In North Dakota, March for Life. So, BismarckDiocese.com slash NDMFL, and people can register there for Mass or for the March. Perfect. And give the date one more time. October 6th, next Friday, 1045 Mass, 1230 Rally at the Capitol. Perfect. And then we will be broadcasting um, from the the... March itself, uh, so you'll get to hear some of the speakers. But if you're in the area, please, please attend. Um, it's just an amazing event. So, Ed, thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks. It's been a lot of fun. It has. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be seeing you next week. Sounds good. We'll see you there. All right. Thanks, Ed. All right. God bless. Bye. All right, folks, that was Ed with the March for Life. That will be going on next Friday in Bismarck at the Capitol, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, We're going to head all the way over to Wyoming for our next guest, so stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
This is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Many times every day in our office, I see children whose eyes don't work the way we take for granted. If the eyes aren't working together as a team, aren't jumping back and forth appropriately, or aren't focusing correctly, children will fall behind in academic and athletic performance. Lumen Vision specializes in treating these eye movement issues through a process called vision therapy. You can learn more about vision therapy on our website, www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Uh, I remember even during that time, and, and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially with his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not close closer to God than I am. Mm. Uh, you know. So I always had this sort of secret respect for uh, for John Paul II. Of course I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends, you know. You wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But I I, I I, I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they, they do not believe in the real presence of Christ in the sacrament, they had communion every Sunday. And so they really taught me to love the Lord's Supper uh, and to love the scriptures. And so I'm really thankful to them for that. Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live anytime on any podcast platform? Just search for Real Presence Radio on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and on the Real Presence Radio website. Then subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. If you like what you hear, give us a good rating so other people can find us as well. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. 